0: And they genuinely think that you're out to steal their man. I'm like, are you out of your mind?
1: Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry, naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Kopita and Thomas
2: Gavhellen. Hey everybody, and welcome to Porn and Coffee! My name is Thomas Govlin and today, Jay from Why Not, <laughs> on the other side of the line, we yes. are talking to a professional phone sex operator.
1: Absolutely, she refers to herself as a professional ball drainer. So... <laughs> <laughs> that is true, that is true. I, I could never really understand. I mean, especially in this day and age, someone who does phone sex for a living When there are so many other things. I mean, people have been talking about print being, you know, a dying thing. Well, I would think phone sex is, but it's not. There's actually still people making money in this. And we're going to talk to someone who still
2: is. Yeah, there is so many different uh, business models of the same thing, too. And you, of course, knew this from 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. So um, you've been in the inside of this thing, but now we're actually going to hear how it is for for the women that are working in this business.
1: Yeah, this will be interesting and definitely a departure from the people that we normally interview on here. So hopefully... We uh, continue to bring something new to the table for all of our listeners.
2: Sharon Summers is also a writer. She writes for adult websites, and she also pre-record or record erotic uh, novelties. So uh, we're going to learn more about her. But first, we're going to thank our sponsors, and they sound a little bit like this. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products.
1: Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, Pay top CPM, PPS, RevShare, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Horn and Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19 to 22, 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. All right, everybody, we're back. Thank you very much for joining us on a, this edition of Porn and Coffee. And today we have Sharon Summers, who many of you might not know. She is a phone sex operator. She writes for adult websites. She's also an erotic recording artist and a website owner. Uh, So, we're taking things in a little bit of a different direction today, and we're excited to have you. Thank you very much for joining us here, Sharon.
0: Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate that.
2: Hey, Thomas, do you like her voice? Yeah, I really like her voice. I (laughs) mean, this is awesome. Like, how can you earn money on your voice that way? I mean, of course, you can go in the voice actor direction, but it's so much better, at least for our podcast, when we meet people that can talk about sex and read erotic literature for you right before you go to bed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> how, how do anybody wake up and, and f- figure out like how did you figure out this talent like or how oh did gosh you in this production? <laughs>
0: yeah. i've often i've often felt like i'm superman that didn't find out that he knew how to fly until he was middle-aged <laughs> oh. it's like i've had this power all along and i didn't know it until i came into this line of work yeah and Unfortunately, a lot of women, not all, of course, but a lot of women, myself included, got into adult because of financial desperation. It can Mm -hmm. be for many women a last chance job, especially if they are unskilled, if they're uneducated. There's really not a lot of options for people. There's people with university degrees that can't get jobs in their chosen field. So Mm. you take somebody that never went to college, or that maybe has a couple of kids, and they're really short on money. And there's not a lot of options. And it was actually my mom's boyfriend that recommended this job to me. He had seen some (laughs) documentary on TV that women could do this from home. He knew that I wanted to remain at home. And unless you have the skills of a web developer or something, there's not too many things that you can do from home, especially if you're unskilled and and you only have a high school education. So I thought he was nuts when he came up with this proposal of checking this out online. And I checked it out. And within two days of looking, I found the first company that I started taking calls for. So it wasn't all hearts and flowers. Oh, I can't wait to get into this business. I was crying. (laughs) I was literally crying. I was so upset. I thought this was going to be the absolute most disgusting, awful thing that I would have to do for money. And within a couple of days, I knew it was going to be okay. And I never anticipated the humor that's in this line of work. You really have to have a good sense of humor, which I do. (laughs) And you can't help but laugh at a lot of the things that men are telling you they're fantasizing about because some of them are just preposterous. They're just insane. And it's like, wow, you're really fantasizing about that. I never in a million years, would dream some of the things that people have told me that they're thinking about <laughs> as they masturbate so I'm really glad that I did get into it and then it has worked out quite well for me
2: so if you go into this thing like how, how does a conversation like this start somebody finds the number they dial in And I hit you.
0: Well, I always say, hi, who's this? That's the girls call that in the forums, how you open a call. That's how they say it. And people have different ways. Some of them will say, oh, hi, I'm Sharon. Some of them will say, hi, who's this? It just depends. That's how I say it. There's different companies that I take calls for. Most girls are certainly not only pigeonholed in one company. You usually take calls for multiple companies. It's a juggling act. And some girls have their own lines as well, which I do. Obviously, I prefer people only to call my own line. That's why I don't ever promote any other site or anything other than my own, because I just want them to come to my line. So at companies where they pre-buy time, and you know it's already paid for when you pick up the phone, you can start right away. So I just say, hi, who's this? Are you being a naughty boy today? Hmm, What are you interested in sexually? And then we take it from there when they say, oh, well, I'm into cuckold or small penis humiliation, whatever their little interest is. At companies where I have to take down their credit card information before the naughty part of the call begins, then I have to get that part. And then once it is approved or denied, then the call goes forward if it is approved. So, you know, it's
1: funny. uh, They go through. That's good that you get to do that. Uh, because let me tell you about 25 years ago, I actually, for a couple of weeks worked for a phone sex operation, except I was what I like to put as the boner killer because I had to take credit (laughs) card. I had to take credit card information over the phone. A dude would call a number, you know, in the back of a magazine. This is way before the internet. People were making stupid amounts of money with phone sex. And we had this thing that was literally like six feet by six feet by six feet, which was the switchboard behind all of our seats. And they would call in, they would give me credit card information, and I would have to be the one taking it before connecting them to the switchboard. Mm-hmm. That's and
0: like a dispatch it. sort of uh, operation. There's there's a couple of places that I take calls like that as well, really? where a guy calls a central number, the dispatcher takes down that information, and then she will call me ah. and say, okay, John Smith has bought 10 minutes, here's his number, give him a call back. Yeah. Uh, some girls don't like a callback situation because the star 69 to block your number doesn't always work. There's only, I think, been one case that that didn't work for me. And I was beyond surprised and alarmed when it didn't. When I called this guy and he didn't answer, and then I called again a few minutes later, I thought maybe he was busy for a second. And then he said, oh yeah, I didn't recognize the name and the number on the call display. (gasps) Oh my god, I just about died and I thought, I know I pressed R six seven or to block it. Right, right and right. I called the phone company. I was so upset at that incident. And they said, Well, it works in about ninety eight percent of cases. Oh terrific. Okay. Right. So that was my only upset with that. But I have had girls say in forums that I have read that there were guys that that happened to them and the guy would call them back at their house. Oh my God. It's just like these poor women were flipping out and it's like everything else, nothing is 100% foolproof. It's usually not going to be a problem, but there's always going to be that one incident where you won't forget it. Yeah, Yeah. where you have
1: that unwanted pregnancy.
0: So some girls really don't like companies that are a callback situation because of that situation. Some will do the direct connect where they're basically patching you to their system and the guy to their system, and then you talk together so that there's no chance of any number display situations. So different companies work in different ways. Usually some smaller companies that might be older are less apt to be doing things the modern way I remember there was one place I was at I was only there for one night I thought I can't do this Wow! every company I've ever been at that's a direct dial company where you take down their credit card information you fill out the form online well this place didn't have anything advanced like that they wanted you to call for a phone authorization oh my god (laughs) you can't believe in this day and age anybody is authorizing credit cards over the phone and it's like it took me over 10 minutes to get this thing authorized rised over the phone and meanwhile he's you know sitting on the phone on my other shoulder I'm waiting thank you for your patience sir as I'm trying to do this and I thought what kind of mickey mouse operation is this I'm not dealing with this this is crazy you have to get with it and get one of these forms online that you fill out so people do things in different ways at different companies every company will be right for some people and not for others
2: I see a lot of similarities to the webcam industry at the same time. There are so different, many different models out there, mm-hmm. and um, you need to find the one that is right for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've been doing this for how long? Uh, just over
0: eight years. September 16 was my anniversary of eight years. So it's wow. a, a good long while. So you've
1: been doing this since after tube sites had already come out, really. So you really had a lot of competition in ways that you can't compete with.
0: Well, not all guys are looking... For visual stimulation in porn. Not all of them are. Hmm. So you have to think you're catering to a smaller market, perhaps. It's a more niche market, but it's not that everybody that calls is over 65 years old. Not by any means. I mean, you don't get tons of college age callers, but there is a mix. Most fit in that middle age range. But there are new clients that will come up and I'll get an 18, 19 year old college guy calling up. They usually can't afford a very long call. They'll only do a five or 10 minute one at $2 a minute. So you do get them. They are still coming up in the ranks there's new people interested in phone sex which is great i think it's a wonderful hobby i always say masturbation <laughs> and phone sex is a wonderful hobby yeah. and people don't think of it that way it's like it's <laughs> and sexual entertainment is what it is do
2: you see any changes from when you started to to the day in 2016 has it changed the game or Was it like a golden age before and now it's a little bit harder or how
0: do you see it? Well, ironically, when I came into the business, it was just as the recession was going in. That was like the fall of 2008 when the recession was. And honestly, for myself personally, I think there were more calls then than there are now because then guys were really watching their pennies during that recession and they could spend 10 or 20 dollars on a call where they are guaranteed to get off, they can't spend $100 on a real-life date where they may or may not get lucky at the end of that date. (laughs) So now they do have that $100 to go on their date, and they have a real girl, so they don't need the girl on the phone as much. So I don't think the recession was that bad for, for me personally. I thought it was a pretty good time. I did. The calls really? were more plentiful then for me. Yeah, okay. sure
1: thing is a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, nothing's a sure <laughs> thing, certainly, but it's always going to be a luxury, no matter how much or how little a guy is willing to spend. They don't need to talk to somebody while they masturbate. They do need gas in their car and food on their table. Those right. It's a difference.
2: Do You have Jay's dogs running around now. <sighs> Sorry
1: about that. The perils of working from home.
0: I have a funny story about that, actually. People have said, well, what kind of crazy things have you been doing when you have had phone sex calls? Because, of course, not all, but some of the callers are under this illusion that the operators are masturbating along with them, which to me <laughs> is beyond comical. It really no, is. If mean, they had... You're ironing and doing house chores. <laughs> <with> you, <right? laughs> well, I haven't ever been ironing during a call, but there's two really funny things that I can say that were happening when I was doing a call. One of my kitties, I had to collect a urine sample. So the whole time I'm on the phone, I keep looking, is she going near the box? Is she going near the box? And I saw her going into the box. Well, of course, I was on the phone at the time. And I had the cup and the flashlight already at the ready and everything. So (laughs) I thought, well... I've got to get this to send it up to the vets. So I crept over there with my long phone cord that I have, because I use corded landlines. I don't use uh, these modern things. So I put the cup under. (laughs) I'm collecting a urine sample as I'm talking (laughs) on the phone. And I thought, if only he knew. If only he knew. Oh, yeah. And then another time, I had just gotten out of the shower, and I was sitting on the, the edge of my bed, just collecting my thoughts for a moment. And... I felt this movement behind me, and I thought, what is this? And I look over my shoulder, and the phone had rung, so I was talking away to this client on the phone as I'm sitting there, and all this activity was going on behind me, and I looked over my shoulder, and one of the cats had brought a mouse, a live one, onto the bed, and it was the mouse that was wiggling against my naked hip that I could feel, And of course, I have to maintain my composure on the phone, not let the caller know that anything's going on. Most women would be screaming their heads off. So I grabbed a Kleenex, which I always have a box beside the bed, and I... Grabbed the live mouse in the Kleenex and I proceeded to hold that live wriggling mouse for 20 minutes while I talked to the caller and he had no idea what was going on and I could feel it moving in my hand. Oh my God. And it's like if people had any idea the stuff that is going on on calls, they wouldn't believe it. They really wouldn't. And I'm totally maintaining my composure. My poor hand was so cramped. It was so sore for holding this mouse but I didn't want to squeeze it too tight to kill it and i didn't want to hold it too loosely that it would shoot out of my hand and, and go back off wherever it came from yeah so those are two amusing pet related stories if you have animals at home as you know jay there can be uh things go awry and they get out of hand at times oh yeah if there's an
1: opportunity they'll take it every time i mean my yes. dog, they hear like a pin drop outside and they start freaking the hell out
2: Let's go into this thing then. After you you are doing these calls, you are recording erotic novels. Yes, I do do
0: a lot of erotic recordings. Uh, I prefer that to doing the calls, actually, because a call, you're obviously engaging with the person in a back and forth conversation. And sometimes... You can honestly just get so tired of these guys. It's like, if I have to ask one more guy, how small is it? You just think you're going to go nuts because <laughs> that's what these small penis guys, and I get a lot of those calls. They're they're really obsessed with this. Yeah. Well, ask me how small it is. Ask me how big it is around. It's like, oh, my God. It's, it's like 20 again. questions about what the size of said? your penis.
1: Like, seriously, what do they say in a situation like that? I mean, are these guys rehearsed, or are they just like, I mean,
0: what? They call lots of different girls with the exact same thing. There's just crazy, crazy guys out there that have nothing better to do, apparently. And we're grateful for their business, but sometimes they just... It just gets to be too much. Some of the stuff they go on about is just absurd. And wow. you can't understand that some of it is sexually arousing in any way. I remember this guy called and he said, I have a fetish that you've never heard of before. And I thought, yeah, right. I've pretty well right heard yeah. it all. Right, yeah. And I said, well, what is it? He says, I get turned on when I get my blood pressure taken. What? <laughs> You know what? You're right. I really haven't heard of that before. Wow. Just the most bizarre things that people find arousing. It's insane.
2: Yeah. So then you then like to to pre-record them first, like the stories.
0: Uh, Well, like I said, I have guys that will send me their stories by email in a text file or else they'll just put it in the body of the email. And then I estimate by the word count how long it's going to be. And I'll say, okay, this is going to be approximately 45 minutes, 90 minutes. Minutes, whatever. And then I ask for a deposit, and then I do it usually within a few days. And then they send me the rest, and then I send them the finished sound file. And I ask them if I can put it on my free site of recordings if I like the story. I do enjoy the recordings very much. It was funny how I started doing that, actually. It was actually sort of a personal thing that got me into that, and then it expanded from there, and I'm really grateful that it did. I'm really picky when I choose my personal phone Mm -hmm. sex partners, not business ones. I won't even get into all the specifics cuz it just makes me sound very weird. <laughs> but there were all these guys that I would chat with when when Yahoo Messenger was as we know it before they've killed it a few months ago and on Skype. Yeah. I would talk to them over the voice chat. And so many of these young guys that I would uh, be for a better word auditioning to play with on my own time. They would be masturbating for me and saying, "Well, do you like my voice? Do you like the way I sound?" And so many of them said, "Well, you've gotten to hear me masturbate, but I haven't gotten to hear you masturbate. How can I hear you masturbate Uh. if you don't want to play with me? And there were so many that posed this question to me. I thought, how can all these guys that I'm never going to phone with, hear me masturbate. And so I thought, why don't I be really cheeky and actually record a masturbation session? And go. so I started emailing it out to these guys. Well, they went wild. They loved it. And then I submitted it to Literotica, and oh, my God, the deluge of fan mail that I got when that thing came out. I just, I was shocked. I really yes. was. I was really shocked at how popular it was. And so then they started saying, well, I heard you do this. Can you do something else? Can you do some other kind of recording? And there was a guy that I used to chat with that used to like me to read to him one of the erotic stories on that site, and I would read it to him, and he just loved it. And I thought, you know, why don't I start recording some sexy stories and just pass them around or upload them to to Literotica and whatnot. And they became really popular. And I write stories myself. And then I, I bought a collection of large stories that I was able to record. And then I thought, well, gee, why don't I offer this clients. And it really has astounded me how many people want these erotic recordings. I really wish I got tons more orders. I get a decent number as it is. I usually get a few a week. But I could be happy to do a few a day. I definitely could. I definitely prefer that. And the guys, once they have these recordings, they can listen to them forever and masturbate to them. I asked several clients, you know, how often do you listen to these recordings that I give you? And several of them have said, oh, two to three times a week. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I gave you that that months ago, and you're still listening to that every couple of days. Yep. You should order a new one, you will see. (laughs) Oh, they do. I do have a good (laughs) number of regular clients for the recordings. And it amazes me how many guys out there are writing these things. They're writing their own little fantasies. It's very personalized. It's only of importance to them. Lots of times they'll have their own names in them or the names of the women that they're fantasizing about about. And Mm. they really enjoy these. And I just feel like people can't find me. They don't know that I'm out there because I know the ones that I have are quite loyal. And there's several that will send me recordings every few weeks, every couple of months, my little core group of clients that I have. And I think, God, if only I could have a couple hundred more like them, I'd have (laughs) tons of uh, recording orders to do.
1: Well, there's a good chance that this show could uh, bring you more work I yeah. <laughs> always hope.
0: I know that it's mostly an ins or industry show, so I don't expect everybody's gonna be calling me up for phone sex. That'd be a little weird. No, thinking, <laughs> I don't mind, is. but it's just yeah. I'd be unexpected. <laughs> I think, yeah, the guy I saw post last night at X-Biz, now he's calling me to talk about his quicksand fantasy. Okay. I don't mind. It's just, it would seem kind of funny, but uh, I definitely prefer the voiceover work. And I can do lots of adding, uh, you know, little sound effects and things. And people have no idea how long it takes to produce an audio. I did this audio book last year. It was actually a non-adult thing because I do non-adult stuff as well. Mm. Everything from voicemail, answering machine greetings to this book that I did was a self-help book that this guy had written and was putting on Amazon. And the finished product was about two hours, 15 minutes. and. I wasn't even charging him that much money for it, less than my going rate because it was a longer recording. And he said, boy, that's, that's kind of expensive, a few hundred dollars for two hours work. And I said, um, <laughs> do you realize by the time yeah. I record this and edit this, it's going to be more like six to eight hours of my time that's going yeah. to be put into, yes, the finished product is just over two hours. Some people just don't get it. They think you record it, and there it is. They don't have any idea, and especially when they want sound effects. I have several clients that like a lot of sound effects, and they'll put in brackets where they want it. Some people just want sex sounds or moaning or something, but other people are very specific, and it's like if in the story it will say she walked down the hallway. I'm expected to have a woman's footsteps in high heels walking down the hallway. The door closed behind him. I'm expected to have the sound of a door closing. They're very specific about some of these sound effects that they want, everything from bells and alarms to clapping, spanking, all kinds of things that they want very specific noises. And it takes time to edit all those things into an audio.
1: You know, as long as they're not asking for barnyard noise
0: a barnyard uh, noise no nobody's ever asked for any barnyard noises
1: <laughs> well that's because thomas hasn't called you
2: up yet i will call oh, you about God. the porn stuff so i have some uh, something that i yeah haven't fulfilled yet <laughs> <laughs> you're listening
1: to porn and coffee while our hosts refill hear a few words from our sponsors Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wiccan, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net. To promote the latest craze, adult video games so you have a choice of flat rates pay top cpm pps rev share ppl and on it goes just go to adultforce.com today and check it out morning coffee is sponsored by the gaelic www conference taking place june 19 to 22 2017 in beautiful ireland This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. So let me ask you this. Um, You know, obviously, you enjoy doing the voiceover work more than anything, but you do have writing service. You do have
0: writing services. Yeah, I have written for enjoyment since... Oh, gosh, my early teens, probably. One Mm -hmm. of my stories that is my most popular one that I have released at several sites, and it's a cougar-cub story, which is about my favorite genre to write about. And now that I am a cougar, I definitely prefer the younger guys. And yet when I wrote this story, I I was in my late teens and I had based it actually off a character on a soap opera that I watched at the time, and she was a cougar in the soap, and so it planted the seed for the idea. And people would say, oh, is this real? And I'm like, I wrote that in my teens, and they can't believe it that I've been writing these cougar cub stories for that long. <laughs> so it really is funny, but... um On one of the forum boards that I'm on for phone sex operators is owned by a phone sex company. And they had put an ad on there several years ago. Oh, gosh, it must have been seven years ago. It wasn't that long after I had started doing this. And they were asking if any of the girls had erotic recordings because some of their callers to their company didn't want a one-on-one call. They wanted to just listen to an erotic recording. And I emailed the co-owner back and I said, you know, I have a fairly good collection of these. And he said, well, can we buy some rights to have it so callers can listen to them? So I thought, okay, fine. So a few weeks later, he had obviously listened to these recordings. And he said, did you write the material in those? And I said, yes. And he said, well, we're looking for blog writers for the phone sex site, and would you be interested? And I had never been offered a paid writing position before. And boy, did that place keep me busy while well, I was there. I was at my busiest doing over 100 blogs a month. It was kind of grueling. It was grueling. It was And so after I had been there for a couple of years doing that, and then they stopped it for a while, and now I've been back with them for a couple of years, then other operators that knew I was doing this for the company said, well, you know, my company requires that we submit one blog or two blogs a week. Would you do the ones for my site? So I would do that for them. So now I've got several phone sex companies that I write for, several operators that I also write for. In the past, I've done several uh, sex toy sites, Escort classified sites, several different ones, and some of them want things weekly, some of them want things monthly. Everybody has their schedules of when they want things, but yeah, I have a fair bit of writing that I always have to keep on top of.
1: People were saying that back in the 90s when the internet came around, Uh, you know, back as early as like 1997, 1998, when the internet was really starting to take a foothold in the porn industry. Uh, They were saying, and I mean, a lot of people that were making money hand over fist in the phone sex industry, that it was a dead industry, you know, well, that was nearly 20 years ago and you're proof Mm -hmm. positive that there's still opportunities and that there might even be crossover opportunities.
0: There are some cam girls that also do phone. There's some phone girls that also do cam. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest problem in the industry is that it's oversaturated. It seems like everybody and their grandmother is doing phone sex these days. And it's uh, just making a smaller piece of the pie for everybody. There are girls, like I mentioned to you when we spoke before, Jay, there are girls that will come on, In the summer, if they're college students, and they'll do this during the summer to save up tuition money. There's ones that will come on in November to save up for their Christmas gift purchases. That really pisses me off, honestly. It really does. It's the vets that are there all the time, around the clock, year after year, that deserve the clients. The ones that are logged on a minimum of 40 hours. Some people are on call 24 hours a day. And then you see some you know, little chippy come in for two months to earn her tuition money. And then she doesn't bother with it again until maybe Christmas. That just, it bugs me. It really does. You know,
1: unfortunately, I don't think that that's only reserved just for the for the phone sex industry. You know, we see, uh, we see that in many facets of the adult entertainment industry, where someone will either come in as a hobbyist or they'll just do whatever they're doing and they're here today, gone tomorrow. And, you know, there's really nothing to prevent that. You just, Mm-hmm. You got to figure a way around it, you know, that whole uh, adaptation, really.
0: Even though, as I said, the recession wasn't bad for me for calls it did bring a lot more women into the industry. And a lot of girls don't like that. I read the opinions that these other girls have on the forum boards that I'm on. And especially when that movie came out that had Anne Hathaway that played the phone sex operator, what was a Valentine's Day or something. And that brought that sort of out into the mainstream. And I know a lot of the girls prefer that it be kept behind the smoke and mirrors. We don't want the general public to realize, oh, wow, this is easy. I can get into this. I can sign up. I can make a profile. No, that's not good for the industry vets.
2: No, absolutely not. So, yeah, do you really believe that uh, in, in 10 years there is no jobs in this uh, this industry anymore?
0: No, I don't believe that's going to happen. I think it will always exist. It may be smaller. It may be the same as what it is. Like I said, the oversaturation is the biggest yeah. problem. I would sweep out three-quarters of these part-time girls most people that have a family they've got kids they can't be logged on 24 hours a day like I can they've got lives I'm so business oriented I'm a workaholic so I'm always available but that's also why I do better than the average girl is because I'm a workaholic and because I am available 24 hours a day I can't even tell you how many meals I've burned how many I had to reheat because as I was about to lift the fork to my mouth there comes the phone I have been in the shower covered in soap and shampoo and the phone will ring i have a phone on the side of the sink and i turn off the water brush the soap off my ear do the call shivering covered in soap and water hoping that he won't take too long to finish and then i uh-huh. rinse off that's the kind of life that some girls that are the you know the full-time ones like me are willing to do
1: i've learned a lot i've learned a lot today Yeah, we've covered areas that we really, as far as I'm concerned, I've never really given much thought about. So this is, you know, something definitely to take into consideration when I start my career as a phone sex operator.
0: (laughs) Hey, there are lots of gay for pay guys out there. There definitely are. I was asked to do
1: that 25 years ago when I worked for that (laughs) operation as a, a, uh, what do you call it, as an operator, you know? And uh, oh, God. I was like, uh, yeah, no thanks. We'll just take credit card information, listen into calls, and uh, deal with angry wives wondering why there's a bill for $1,200 in the mail and what oh, is this yeah.
0: for. There's only been a couple of wives that have called me over the years. I remember the first time it happened. I was so stunned. I had only been doing it a couple of months. And my jaw was just hanging open as this woman was having this tirade. It was. Just bizarre, and I will never, for the rest of my life, forget this sentence that she said to me. "'You must have a face like dog vomit to have a job like yours.'"
1: My jaw was
0: hanging open. I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? (laughs) I just talked to a man. I didn't know. I didn't know. And she was just, this went on for two or three minutes. And I'm just sitting here in a frozen state of disbelief as she's ranting and raving. It was just. Some women genuinely think that you're out to steal their husbands, the father of their children. It's like, lady, I wouldn't talk to this joker. I wouldn't give him the time of day unless I was making money. And they genuinely think that you're out to steal their man. I'm like... Are you out of your mind? Let me ask you,
1: when these wives would call in, would you charge them two ninety nine a minute?
0: <laughs> well, the one was calling on it, you know, where it's already a, a paid time thing. She was paying to tell this to me. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. when you got to ask him she what was. she's wearing
1: and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> no, she was in <laughs> too much of a state of anger. That was a British company that I was with for a few years when I came That's and they pay fun. very low, but it was ah. a high call volume place. And in her very fine British accent, is this a chat line? and i'm like gee the tone of, the tone of her voice sounds pretty mad and i hmm. said yes did you speak to my husband that she was going I, I don't know who your husband is lady i don't know speak to everybody's it husband just, I uh, wankers and tossers there yeah it, it really was crazy the way she was going on i'm like what is this really accomplishing lady what do you think is going to happen by you ranting and raving at me that i'm going to quit my job not speak to any man in case he's somebody's husband or somebody's father this is ridiculous i just I can't know. imagine being that far gone that you think that ranting at some operator on the phone is going to get you anywhere i mean jesus so, you're
1: you're in the semen removal business get a get, <laughs> get a grip you know come on get a grip get
0: a grip <laughs> literally yes go. that's that, yeah. should
1: be, that should be your logo. I am in the semen removal business.
2: Get a grip. <laughs> On that note, yeah. Thank you so much, Sharon Summers, for spending some time with us. there and pouring coffee today.
0: Well, I'm very grateful that you uh, chose to have me. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I would love to have you back. This is so amazing. You have a bunch of stories to tell. So, oh, yes.
0: Uh, just th- we just <laughs> got the tip of the iceberg today, yes.
2: Next week, of course, we're going to have uh, another episode coming out. Be ready for that one. And in the meantime, work hard, be good to everybody, and try not to get lost and killed. Yes. Ciao.
1: Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. Plugrush.com, a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. Plugrush.com, moving traffic forward.